There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefu is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. for the Lord for the honor of the invitation. Amen. You see, you people, you must know the type of pastor that God has given you. Amen. You understand it? A few years ago, the bishop sent him here with his dear wife, you know, to come and start this church. I remember we had made a couple of attempts to start a church in Kenya. And we really, really struggled. And um, he left everything that he was doing, sacrificed everything, and came here. And uh, because of his obedience, and because of the grace of God upon his life, today, look at what the Lord has done. God has given you one of the most anointed pastors in our denomination. A true son of the bishop. Somebody who is very close to the bishop. Uh, to the extent that he, you know, was selected as the chairman of the bishop's council of Lighthouse Worldwide.
And as the chairman, it means that he was our leader. He was a leader of the whole of Lighthouse. Hallelujah. Now, this morning, I want to share with you reasons why you must be a member of a Basel in this church. Reasons why you. So turn to somebody and say, Bishop is going to tell you why you must be a Basel member. No, actually rise up and go to somebody and tell the person. Rise up and go to the person. I want to tell you. Bishop, Bishop is going to tell you why you must be a Basel member. Awesome God, how great art, you are God, mighty, I am me, rocket, standing up, of your holy name, Lord we
lift up your hands. Father, thank you for a new season in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands and you may receive it. Hallelujah. Now, reasons why you must be a member of a parcel in our church and in our churches. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I want us to understand that um, as the people of God, we must have the heart of God. Amen. Lift up your right hand and say, Lord, give me your heart. Amen. And the heart of God is that the millions of people around us will be saved. That is the heart of God. Every Christian must understand the heart of God. Amen. I got what I'm saying. If, 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 if you were God, will you send your only begotten son to come and die for a few people? Eh? How many of us here will even be ready to sacrifice one of your children? And if ever you had to do it, I don't think that you would do it for just a mere cause. So, God wants the whole world to be saved. Let's have a right hand. Say, God wants the whole world to be saved. Amen? John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Whosoever, whosoever, anybody at all who believes in Jesus will have everlasting life. Amen? Do you understand that? Eh? The Bible says that it is not the will of God that any will perish, but all will come to repentance. Amen? Huh? Yeah. So, God wants the whole world to be saved. And the channel or the agency or the instrument or the tool for the salvation of the peoples of the world is the church of Jesus Christ. Is the church of Jesus Christ. There is no institution on earth that is interested in the salvation of the peoples of the earth. It's only the church. Now, there are football clubs. If you go to England, as such, I think this week, they have spent over 300 million pounds already buying football players to come and play for them. So that at the end of the season, they'll be given a cup. A cup. And be told that you won. For that, they are spending billions. Do you understand it? I've not heard of a football club that says, oh, Nairobi Apache, I've heard that Bishop Obi is really trying to build church, churches, church buildings. Let's go and support him with 50,000 pounds. I've never heard that. How many of you have? Have you heard anything like that before? No? There are banks. Banks are interested in making more profits. They declare profits all the time. 
And anytime their prophets come down a little, they are not happy. They are, they are not thinking about. So when somebody enters the bank, it's not about the salvation of the person they are thinking about. They are thinking about the money of the person. How many of you understand? They, understand it. they don't even care where you brought the money from, where you got it from. The, and, and the banks, now they visit people. Yeah. Now the, 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 the banks do visitation, they write letters, they do all that, but not for the salvation of your soul, but so that you remain loyal and bring them your money all the time. They are governments. The government in Kenya, led by our own present uh, Kenyatta, eh, is thinking about how to bring more water to Kenyans, electricity to Kenyans, roads to Kenyans, housing, not churches. Not churches. Recently, I was watching her on television. They were enthroning a new archbishop for um, ACK Kenya. And he was there of his vice president. But he was not there because he wanted to donate some money to the church or see their development, help. No. Just, you know, an important person is being enthroned. I need to be there. So the point I'm trying to, and their votes. And so the point I'm trying to, is, as I was saying, it's like, oh, all these people, you know, even you just make sure everybody sees him so that the next vote, so that, you see, I came. Now, the church is the only institution that has been charged with the winning of the souls of humanity. If we do it, people will go to heaven. If we don't do it, people will go to hell. And the heartbeat of Jesus is that the whole world will be saved. Do you understand? That is why we need, you and I, we need to have only one vision. And that vision is that we must do everything we can to make sure that the whole world enters the church. How many of you understand that? Do you understand it? Unfortunately, when you go into our churches, we are very few. Very few. Everywhere, including my church. Our churches are empty. Now, the fact that they are empty means that they have not come from the world. They have not entered into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. How many of you understand that? So, you and I, okay, starting from today, God is giving us a new vision. Our vision is not to marry. Our vision is not to have children. Our vision is not to travel. Our vision is not to have education. Our vision is not to become rich. You know, our vision is that through us, God will gather multitudes upon multitudes upon multitudes upon multitudes upon multitudes upon multitudes of people into his church. Amen. Do you understand? Now let me tell you something. Your vision to be rich, to marry, to have children, to build your own company, and all that is is directly linked with this vision. Oh, it is directly linked with it. It's directly linked. When 
church is big, there will be more beloved. No, you see, sometimes, 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 eh, a brother or a sister wants to get married. But in the church, even there's nobody of her age or his age. That is the only reason why the person is not married. Not that the person is not beautiful or the person is, you know, is not handsome, you know, but the person is 45 years. And everybody is 25. Do you understand it? Do you see? Eh? Sometimes, sometimes you realize that, you know, somebody wants a slim, tall sister. Okay? But in the whole congregation, because we are only 15. We are only 15. Do you understand it? The slim, tall one is only one. And, and the five brothers in the church, everybody wants that one. But when the church is big, there will be many. Many. Do you understand it? Sometimes a brother wants a sister who is fat and huge. You know, when I, when I was younger, let me tell you my, my, my dream when I was younger. How many of you want to hear my dream? When I was younger, I wanted to marry a woman with two big breasts. No, I, 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 I won't lie to you. And do you know, do you know why? I was saying that so that at night, I'll put my head on her chest. Then she'll use the two breasts to cover my head. Do you understand that? No, that was my dream. But God didn't give me, you know, uh, I don't know why God didn't give me that type of breast, but perhaps when we go to heaven and if she's creating people again, this time, I'll get my wish. No, the point I'm trying to make is that, look, when the church is big, eh, you have a lot of rich people who can employ a lot of people in the church. Then people who also have companies, they'll have a lot of people to employ. Yeah, because if they are brothers and sisters who are loyal, like a church like ours that we teach our people to be loyal, faithful, hardworking, if you have them, your company will be blessed. Instead of going to employ some people from the street who steal. I get what I'm saying. So the point I'm trying to make, make is that your vision to prosper, to do well, it is linked up with the building of a large church. Amen. One day I went to one of our churches, um, one of our foreign missions, just like I'm here. And I was having a camp. And I took note of a lady. She was quite old. I think she was about 54 years then. But I particularly noticed that there was a young boy who was handicapped and caused a lot of trouble. This lady was chasing this young boy all over the place to calm him, to control him, so that he didn't disturb the camp. Throughout, 
So later when I was praying for them, because the pastor had told me that she was not married. She was 54, 54, 55. When I got to her, I said, next year by this time, you have a husband. Then I left. The following year, I went to the same church. And the pastor to me said, do you remember Sister Susan? I said, well, yeah. I said, where is she? Then he said, she has just gone for honeymoon. But, but she has heard that you are here. So she says she's coming with her husband to come and show you that it has worked. Now, I asked her, this lady about two years ago, she came to my church at Colgon and she stood on the stage and she, she gave this testimony to the whole church. So I asked her, how did it happen? Then she said, pastor asked us to go and do person-to-person evangelism. Yeah. So we spoke to this man and he didn't even mind us. But we persisted. And then one day when the church, when the man came into the church, he just came into the church and started coming to church. And do you know how old the man was? The lady was 55. The man was like 58, 59. He didn't have a wife. And when he got into the church, he looked at this lady and said, you are my wife. As she pursued the vision of the Lord, her own vision was fulfilled. You see, this is what, this is what many of you church members, you don't know. When Bishop, Bishop Obi is telling us, let's build a church. Let's win souls. Let's bring in more people into the church. What is encouraging us to do? You see, Jesus Christ is doing only one thing right now. He has only one project. His project is building the church. In Matthew 16, 18, he said, And I say unto you, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus is building his church. So when you join him to build a church, you have joined yourself to his project. When Jesus is digging the ground like this, you are holding his hand to dig the, the ground. And when he lifts his eyes, he sees you. Do you think that he will not bless you? I said, do you think that he will not bless you? That is why my 2.63 is the secret that the presiding bishop has given to us for our prosperity. That as for you, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things. What are the other things? Your husband, your wife, your children, your money, your education, your house, your traveling, your visa, your promotion eh, shall be given unto you. There is a link. There is a link. Amen. Do you understand it? So what I'm trying to say is that everybody here, if you really want to do well in life, this is a secret. Join us in building the church. Yeah. Join us. Lift up your right hand. Say, Lord, from today, I've decided to do well in my life. 
there are many things I want you to bless me with. But from today, I am joining you to build a large church to bring many people into the kingdom. And I know that as I do that, you will bless my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, God has blessed us with a mega church. Now, this is a mega church. The average size of a church is 70. Yeah. Many churches, small, 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 small. So look at us. But we want to build double mega church. So, I'm declaring in the name of Jesus that from today we are moving into double mega church. Clap your hands for the Lord and give the Lord a shout. Double multiple mega church. Yeah. As we go on, the least branch that we're going to have in Kenya, least is 500. 500 people. Watch and see. The least branch will be 500 people. Yeah. Amen. Now, one, hear this. One of the reasons why, one of the reasons why, Many churches don't grow the way God wants it to grow is because they have not followed the pattern that God has given. It is very, very important to follow God's pattern. Do you understand it? God's pattern. You see, Jesus said, I'm building my church. Eh? So, if Jesus says he's building a church and the color he wants to use is red, stand here. Stand here like this. Like this. Red. Red. Come. Here, here, here. You stand here. Red. That's right. This is what he has asked you to do. Red. 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 Color red. 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 Eh? This is the pattern that he has given to you. That he says to you, and Pastor Fee, stand here. He says to you, now, I want you to add more of this, but only color red. Do you understand? And you decide that you are wiser than God. So, you add this, come sister, you add this, you add even shades of red. Shades of red. Yeah, look at that. Shades of red. Now, you say that you are wise. Come. Come brother. Look at that. You see. Do you get it? Now, when the Lord comes back, do you think that he'll be happy with you? In Matthew 25, the Bible says that the, uh, Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a Lord who was traveling and he gave talents unto his servants. Eh? According to their several Abilities. He gave one five. 
He gave another two. He gave another one. When he went, the one who received five shillings, he traded gradually and had another five shillings. The one who got two also did the same. The one who got one said, look, I am wiser than my master. He thinks that I, you are giving me one shilling. You want me to go and work and get two or three or five shillings. Yes, we are cheat. So he dug the ground eh, and put the distance. Now when the master came, what were his ways? He told the one who had five, who had gotten another five. He said, well done. Thou good and faithful. Faithful. Faithful means that we can count on you. You are dependable. You do what we ask you to do. You understand it? So, Pastor Fee, God gave him, look at it, this is a church that God gave to him. And the Lord said, I'm going to bless you. But keep on adding red. Immediately the Lord shifted his eyes more. Look at the church that, you know, he has built. How many of you realize that this church looks different from this? Do you understand? How, how many of you realize that this church eh, is different from this? I get what I'm saying. Eh? And do you think that he will continue to bless this church? No. So many churches are not growing and becoming big and fruitful and blessed because they have not followed the pattern. What is the pattern that God gave to the church? What is the pattern? The pattern that God gave to the church when the church was born was that the church should meet in two places. It should meet in the big temple and then in the course of the week the church members should meet in homes in small, small, small groups and continue to have church. And in the New Testament, as they did that, the church grew. Thank you. Hallelujah. So, the first reason why you must be a member of a Basel is because you are joining yourself to the pattern of God in building his church. You are joining yourself to the pattern of God in building his church. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2. We are reading from verse 41. The Bible says, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Verse 46. And they, watch this, and they, watch this, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 47. Praising God and having favor of all the people. And look at the results. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Once, once 
the Holy Spirit inspired them to meet in the temple and in homes. And they did that. The Lord himself started to add and add and add and add. Amen. That is why you see that the church grew very fast. Acts chapter 2 verse 41. 3,000 were added. Acts chapter 4 and verse 4. 5,000 were added. Acts chapter 5 and verse 13. The Bible says that and multitudes, look at Acts chapter 5 and verse 14. And believers were the more added to the Lord. Multitudes, both of men and of women. Acts chapter 6 and verse 1. And when the number of the disciples, it came to pass, when the number of the disciples were multiplied. I seen that. I seen that. Acts chapter 11 and verse 21. Acts chapter 11 and verse 21. And the hand of the Lord was with them. And the great number believed. Now, so you can see that once they moved according to the pattern of God, God just began to explode the church. If we want to see the church enter into double, multiple, mega church and mega churches, we must go back to the pattern of God. And the pattern of God is that we must build parcels in our churches. Put your hands together for the Lord and give the Lord a shout. How many of you understand what I'm saying? So, when you become a member of the Basel, eh, the Basel, you have joined God's pattern. Alright? Now, what is a Basel? What is a Basel? A Basel is a Basel is a small meeting of the members of the church during the week in houses a small meeting of members of this church during the week in our homes. To do what? Acts chapter 2, verse 46. To do what? And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their bread with singleness, with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 42. Verse 42. Verse 42. And they, and they continued in the apostles' doctrines and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. So when we meet, we continue in the apostles' doctrine. What Bishop has taught us, the sermon, when we meet there, we'll go over it again. Or maybe he will suggest a book to us, what it means to become a shepherd, or what it means to be born again and, not, and avoid hell. Do you understand it? Then we learn it. We also have fellowship with one another. Do you understand it? We also uh, eat together we pray together in the course of the week. Amen. Amen. So church is done both here. When we come, Sunday we have come. But maybe Bishop will tell us that Friday or Saturday, all of us should meet in small, 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 small groups in homes. That small meeting eh, is called a basel. Normally it's called cells. But we are also going to add buses to it. So that the buses will carry us from our homes and bring us to church. So bus plus cell is equal to bus cell. Do you understand that? Or we call it area fellowships. Or we call it cells. Amen. And it's very important for all of us to be part of the area fellowships or the cells or the bustles. And the first reason why you must be a member is because when you join, you have joined yourself to God's pattern. 
of building the church. So whatever blessing must come, it will also come to you. Amen? So all of us here, those of us in this cathedral, those of us in other churches, we are all now going to, you know, our pastors are now going to create parcels or area fellowships and we are all going to be part of it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Number two, the second reason why you must be a member of the Basel. Is that when you become a, a member of the Basel, it will help the pastor to know you as an individual and prevent you from becoming just a number in the church. When you become a member of a Basel, it will help the pastor to know you as an individual and prevent you from being just an ordinary number in the church. Amen? How many of you want the pastor to know you? Eh? Look at John chapter 10 and verse 14. John chapter 10 and verse 14. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep. And know my sheep. So we as your pastors, we want to know you. Bishop Obi wants to know everybody at the cathedral. But it is very difficult. But when we break, when we break the church, do you understand it? Into small, small numbers. Come. Five of you should come here. Quickly, take your chair. Sit here. When, when we break the church, the church into small, 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 small groups. Thank you. Sit here. Huh? And then you come. Okay? This brother is the Basel leader. Bishop is going to appoint Basel leaders who are going to be in charge of the Basel. See, this one knows this sister, knows this sister, knows this sister, because they are a small group. They are a small group. Do you understand it? Eh? And then now, Pastor, Pastor Fee, come. Pastor Fee also, you know, let's say all these brothers and sisters are in a Sivo, Sivo area. Is it Sivo? Sivo. Sivo area. Yeah. So Pastor Fee is our pastor in the Sivo. So this, come, come here. All, everybody here. Come. Yeah, no, come. You come, stand here. Pastor Fee at this cathedral is in charge. Everybody is in the Sivo area. And we are and we are breaking the church into small, 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 small bustle. So with time, do you see? Pastor Fee also knows everybody here. Do you see? So this our brother knows the people. He also knows the people. And through them, Bishop is also going to know us. You know your problems. You know whether you have a beloved or not. When you have a beloved, he'll be crying with you and praying for you. Oh! You know, when I trap, like as I've come, one of the things that I'm looking out for, I'm looking for two things. I'm looking for a husband for some of my daughters out there, and I'm also looking for a wife eh, for some of my sons, and I'm looking for wives, uh, um, husbands for some of my daughters. 
Everywhere we go, we'll be looking like that. That's one. That's one. That's one. Because we want you to be blessed. We want you to bless. But how can you become the one who don't know you? So when you become a Basel member, you'll be known as an individual. How many of you realize that that's a blessing? How many of you want your pastor to know you? Not that, not that when we come to church, we are counted one, two, five hundred people came to church. Seven hundred people came to church, but we don't know you. No. Jesus said, I am a good shepherd and I know my sheep. God bless you. Number three, the third reason why you should become a member of a Basel is because you will find friends. You will find friends. You will find friends. Number four, you will find companions. Number four, you will find companions. Number five, you will not feel lonely in the church. Number five, you will not feel lonely in the church. Number six, you will not be neglected in the church. So you find friends, you will find companions, you will not feel lonely, and then you will not be neglected. When we divide, and that's what we are going to do. Bishop is going to do it. We are going to divide all of you into small, small, small groups. Six year, five year, four year, ten year, eight year. Look, I know you know it, and you can't say it, but I want to say it for you. What you have not been able to say for a long time, I want to say it for you. Many of you here, you don't have any friends in the church. A church is a place that you can easily feel lonely and neglected and have nobody. Because you see, what happens is that as the church goes on, people now begin to walk in groups. So they come to church in groups. And when the, the, the service ends, they also gather in groups. To, to, so sometimes newer people who come into the church, you realize that nobody cares for them. And after some time, they feel like leaving. Because see, human beings, we are social beings. We like to be spoken to. We like to be made happy. We like to have interaction and all that. Do you understand it? So, when the church is divided into parcels or area fellowships or cells, because we are just sex, we know ourselves. We know ourselves. We know ourselves. Do you understand it? We know ourselves. We know our names. We know, we know where everybody lives. I'll come to your house. You come to my house. I come to watch TV. You come to watch a TV. You are going to the shopping mall. You call me. I come with you. I go with you. We go to the beach together. There is fellowship. There is companionship. Do you understand it? Yeah, there is companionship. What is fellowship? Fellowship is fellows in a ship. We are in a ship together. We are in a ship together. We are in a ship together. We like one, one another. Do you understand it? I like you, you like me. I speak of you, you speak of me. I talk to you, you know. Amen. How many of you don't want to feel lonely? Lonely again. How many of you want to have friends in the church? Lift up your hand. You want to have companions. How many of you don't want to feel neglected? Look, look at Acts chapter 6 and verse 1. Acts chapter 6 and verse 1. We are going to, do you know the church that God, in this second phase of the double 
multiplied mega church. Do you know the church that God is going to give us? God is going to give us a church, not only of a lot of people, but a happy church. Church that you can find friends, you can find husbands, you can have beloveds, you can so many. Receive that stage. Receive that church in the name of Jesus. Amen. Eh? Acts chapter 6 and verse 1. Acts chapter 6 and verse 1. And in those days, watch everybody, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a membrane of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Give me NIV. In those days, when the number of disciples was increasing, the Grecian Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. So there was neglect. We don't want you to be neglected. Huh. We don't want you to be neglected. This morning I received a, a test from my cinema's associate um, pastor. He said, Bishop, the coming Sunday there's a wedding and there are two funerals. This one's wedding this one's father's uh, funeral and I think another person's mother's funeral. So he said, I want to consult with you so we know who will go where. Do you understand it? So I said, okay. So, me, myself, I'll do the wedding with some people. You also can go with some of the pastors to this side and another group, Pastor Kafu here and his pastors and this thing will also go to this side. So that everybody will be happy. What are we trying to do? Why did he send me the test? We don't want anybody to feel neglected. You will not be neglected again. In the name of Jesus. You find friends. You find companions. You find uh, you will not be lonely. You will not be neglected. How many do you have? Number six. Number, number seven. Another reason why, as for this one, it's powerful. Another reason why you must be a member of Basel is because you can find a a beloved easily there, easily, easily at the Basel. Easily. Look, why am I Basel member? Come, come back. Come back. Yes. Yes. Now, join them. Yeah, join them. Sister. Yeah. Join them. Okay, brother. Go back. Come close. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have one, two, three, four, five wonderfully looking wonderfully looking sisters and then we have one, two, three wonderfully looking brothers of all the people in the church in this basel, this is a constitution look at them you see do you know why some of you, you can't get married especially brothers because you are confused, there are too many sisters you are confused No, no, you are confused. 
You are confused. And then also, also after church, everybody is in a hurry. But we are in the bustle. Every week we meet. Every week we meet. We are together. We love together. Even, even when we are sitting in this crowd, you have done a nice hair, but we can't see. But at the bustle, as we are having the bustle meeting, you see, we are having the bustle meeting, but we are also looking. The Bible says, watch and pray, watch and pray, watch and pray. So we will be watching and we will be praying. Beloved, do you have a beloved? Huh? No. What about you? I do. What about you? I'm married. What about you? I do. What about you? No. Huh? No. no. You don't. <laughs> you see, this one is married. This one has a beloved. This one has a beloved. But this one doesn't have. And see, she fine. She fine. She fine. How many of you realize that the sister she fine? Eh? She fine. And this brother, when he comes to church and he see the the sea of sisters, he doesn't see anything. But at the bustle level, so one day after the bustle meeting, what's your name? Esther. Esther. She 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 said to Sister Esther. He says, please, can I see you off to your house? And for some reason, every time after the Basi meeting, it's only Sister Esther that he likes to. There are other sisters. There are other sisters. But he has zeroed in in this one. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? I said, why not? Koreans drive Korean cars. Japanese drive Japanese cars. So members of the bustle, we too, we are going to choose from among the bustle. Give the Lord a shout. Ah. Before you realize, where are they? Come, brother. Come. Hold a hand. Come this way. Go to the back. Come, come, come this way. Come this way. Go to the back. Go to the back. Go to the back. Alright, where, where is Dan? Where is Dan? Where is Pastor Dan? Or you? Play it. Play the wedding. There's now come. Very soon. Is that what you play here? Wedding match. Where is he? Go, go to the back. Quickly, quickly. Done. Quickly. Very soon. Six months after the battle, come. Baby, baby, 
your story. It will be your story. It will be your story. I see you finding a beloved at the vessel. You are finding a husband at the vessel. You are finding a husband at the vessel. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. God bless you. Yeah. So seven is beloved. You can find beloved. Eight is you can find a husband. Yeah. Recently, I married a couple in my church. When I was officiating a work, there were a lot of screams, giggling, shouting. I said, ah, why? Then I was told that the, the, the brother, the lady that she was getting married to, the lady was his sheep. He went to the forest and witnessed to her. A couple of years ago, and brought her into the church. And then also, she has become part of his parcel all these years. And finally, they were standing at the altar. Wow. Wow. Clap your hands for the Lord. Amen. Number nine. When you have a baby, when you have a baby, then the ninth reason why you must become a member of the bastards we are going to do is that when you have a baby, okay, your bastard members will attend, they will attend your baby naming ceremony. They will attend. They will attend. They will attend it. If nobody knows you, nobody will be there. Next one. They will attend your baby dedication ceremony. Next one. They will attend your wedding ceremony. One of the things that we are going to experience in this our new double mega multiplied face of our church is more weddings. More beloveds. More children. Are you receiving it in the name of Jesus? More baby dedications. Look, it doesn't matter your age. There is no sister here who is serious with the Lord who will not get married. Yeah. Sometimes when I see sisters who are a little older, I tell them, don't give up. No, no, no. Don't give up. Don't give up. Yeah. Several years ago, I was privileged to be part of a wedding that the bishop officiated. The, the, the bride, the woman, she was 60 years. The groom, the man, was 70 years. That lady, I watched as she had been in the church for years and nobody married her. It happened. And when they came back from the honeymoon, I asked her, how was it? She said, the man is powerful. Powerful. 
power. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Then, about five years ago, I had a lady, highly educated. The years passed by. She was not getting married. And I told her, I'll marry you in this church. I kept telling her. And I told her, I'll laugh at you. I'll laugh at you. When she was like 42 or 43, out of nowhere, he came. It's been about five or six years since I married him. Last year, last year, we married a lady who was, I think she's around about 58 years. Yes. So relax. I said relax. Relax. I said relax. Tell the next person sitting by you. That is why you must be part of a bustle. How many of you are going to be part of a bustle? Amen. During your naming ceremony. Look, let me tell you something. Church members, don't count on them. When the bishop stands here, well, maybe Kenya is different. So Saturday, brothers and sisters are going to get married. Everybody should come. They shout, oh, on Saturday they won't come. I, I don't know about here. Maybe here you are nicer people. Yeah. Eh? It's the same. By my church it happens. But on the Saturday, because you are in the bus, when you stand like this, and then you turn, if you don't see anybody, you see your parcel members sitting down, <laughs> laughing and happy. They'll pour powder on you. Is it a blessing? Is it a blessing? How many do you have? Eh? Ten. Let me give you three more. Then we'll close. Number eleven. When you are a member of the Basel, all your spiritual gifts and talents will be developed. All your spiritual gifts and talents will be developed. If you can sing, you sing, sing at the Basel. You will learn how to do evangelism. You will learn how to pray. You will learn how to prophesy. You will learn how to visit people. Do you understand it? All your spiritual gifts and talents will be developed the basal level. It will be developed. Yeah. When you come to our church, all the young people who have become uh, ashes, you know, basal leaders, they are joining the choir and all that, they are all coming from the basals. Because when we meet as a little group, we need somebody to usher. You are the person. You are, you, are, you are practicing. We need somebody to sing. All of us, we can't sing. So we call them, who can sing? Let's go. I can sing. Even though your, vo- your voice is like the voice of a cockroach. Because we too, we can't sing. To us, it's very nice. And so you start gradually with your cockroach voice. And as time goes on, the amount of God comes upon you. And then you begin to sing like an angel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eh? All your spiritual gifts. Yeah? All your spiritual gifts. A 
And God will be blessing you because you are serving him. At the basic level, you are going to learn how to do evangelism. Many of you, you cannot do evangelism. You are even afraid. But see, what happens is that, come, I need Barcelona members. Barcelona members. Quickly. Yeah. So this is a Barcelona member. Just on it. So come. And come. So we are going for evangelism. We devise ourselves in two, two, two. Now this one is a young Christian, just six months, one year in the Lord, doesn't know a lot of scriptures. So when we say we are going for outreach, he doesn't feel very comfortable. But he goes from this one. It's very mature. Holy Sand. Holy Sand. Then they go. So when they get there, this one will witness. We talk to him. As he's talking to him, he'll be listening. He'll see the way he goes about it. As they continue to do that week in, week out, week in, week out, gradually he too will learn how to do evangelism. And soon, you see him on his own. Soon. Look, we have bustles in our white church. The white church. And you can see a young boy, 12 years, 14 years, 15 years, coming to church in a little bus with 20 people. That is his sheep that he's bringing. Yes. Yes. I just showed the attest that I received from my safe church pastor. They went for, they, they organized an, uh, how do you call it, uh, an outreach. There were over 600 people there. Over 100 people gave their life to Christ. The young people, not the adults, the young people. Yeah. Many of you, God has filled you with talent. You can sing, you can preach, you can teach. You are very wild evangelist. Do you understand it? You love people, you can care for people and all that. All those, you see, we cannot give you the opportunity to sing here. So we, you see, because if we call you to come and sing here and it doesn't work, and the church members, they are very unforgiving, they will laugh at you. That's not it. When we call you, say, let's welcome uh, brother so and so to sing. I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth and the heaven. Oh, I will worship you. Then, then you want to show us that you can sing. So you change the, the tone. Lift you You, be, you begin to cough. Your water is coming from your eyes. You are collapsing. We have to run. Can somebody give me some water? I need water. You need water. When you open your eyes, church members are on the floor laughing. Do you think that you sing again? It is the end of your singing ministry. But when you practice at the bustle, you practice at the bustle. 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 That's it. The one day, Pastor Felix will bring you to Bishop and say, Bishop, there's a lady in one of her bustles. She's anointed. 
she can sing. She said, hey, let's try. When you come here, you sing. Everybody shocked and surprised. Why? Because you have been practicing. You have been practicing. You have been practicing. Yeah. That is how, thank you, I got my pastor, who today is with me in full-time ministry, who leads all our prayer meetings. Yeah? Even now he's in charge of our prophetic answer time um, service on Thursdays. Very anointed. Like that. I was there. I appointed a shepherd for prayer for students. So they used to go and pray. Then the leader of the students, the shepherd, shepherd came to tell me. I said, Bishop, change me. I said, why? See, they said, brother, they, he's wild in prayer. Yes. So I brought him. And truly, he was an anointed prayer warrior. Yeah. From that small thing, today, he serves with me in the ministry as a full-time pastor. Yeah. He was working in a big company as masters, and a lot of money. He's, he's left and come. That is why you must be a member of a Basel in this church. And finally, number 12. The 12th reason why you must become a member. How many of you now want to be members of a Basel? Let me see your hand. You want to be a member? Can I see your hand? If you want to be a member of a Basel, stand to your feet. I want to see if you want to be a member of a bustle, stand to your feet. I want to see. Wow. Wow. Clap your hands for yourselves and you may be seated. Now, one of the most amazing reasons why you must join a bustle is because when you bring a bustle to your house, you are going to experience what we call the blessings of Obedidom. Say the blessings of Obedidom. Say the blessings of Obedidom. Look at Second Samuel chapter 6. Second Samuel chapter 6. Second Samuel chapter 6. From verse 1. From verse 1. Again, David gathered together all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. And David arose. Okay, give me NIV. Give me me NIV. He and all his men set out from Bala of Judah to bring out from there the ark of God. The ark of God was, uh, you know, a box. And it represented the presence of God amongst the nation of Israel. So when the ark was there, it meant that God was with them. Several times in during battles, their enemies, you know, conquered them and then took away the ark. Then it means that they had lost the presence of God. How many of you understand? So at this particular time, eh, the ark was in the hands of the Philistines and then David had been able to capture it from them. And now he was going to move the ark to Jerusalem. The ark re- 
represented the presence of God. Which is called by name, the name of the Lord Almighty, who is enthroned between the cherubim that are on the ark. They set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Uzzah and Ahio, sons, sons of Abinadab, were guiding the new cart with the ark of God on it, and Ahio was walking in front of it. David and the whole house of Israel were celebrating with all their might before the, the Lord, with songs and with harps, lyrics, tambourines, sistrums, and somebody They were happy. The ark, because the ark of God represented the presence of God. So they had the presence of God. They were very happy. Amen. Continue. When they came to the threshing floor of Nakon, Uzzah, reached out and took hold of the ark of God because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against Uzzah because of, of his irreverent act. Therefore, God struck him down and he died there beside the ark of God. Now, the ark of God was supposed to be carried by the priests. He was not. Do you understand it? He was not. So when he touched him, he had entered into an office that God had not called him. And God struck him. Don't try and force yourself to do things that God has not called you to do. Can I have an amen? amen. Eh? Like in Saul. Like in Saul. He went to offer some priestly sacrifices. In First Samuel chapter 13. And he was not a priest. He was a king. That sacrifice ought to have been done by Samuel, the prophet. And that was the end of his ministry. The prophet Samuel told him, you have done foolishly. From today, the kingdom has been taken away from you. So church members, listen, don't force yourself to do things that, you know, God has not asked you to do. Can I have an amen? God killed him. Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Uzzah. And to this day, that place is called Perez Uzzah. David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, how can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? When David saw what had happened, he was not afraid of the ark. He said, hey, if God can kill somebody like this, me, I should send the ark to my house. No, 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 no. So what did he do? He was not willing to take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it aside to the house of Obedidom, the Gittite. Obedidom, the Gittite. The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obedidom, the Gittite, for three months. And the Lord blessed him and his entire household. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Obedidom, they had three children. In that town, everybody knew them. They couldn't pay their children's school fees. Their children's stomach were very big from Kwashoko. Always hungry, begging on the streets. Mrs. Obedidom couldn't do her hair. Her, her, her cloth and her dress were one. You know, ladies love to change shoes, you know, and all that. She, she didn't have just one. 
her shoes started. People used to laugh at her when she went to market because she didn't have a lot of money. She used to beg for redash. Oh, please, can, can, can you reduce it? Can you add more? They would say, foolish woman, look at you, dead woman. Oh, look, go and do your hair. What type of... Ask for Mr. Obedidam. I mean, the man was so poor. His shoe had worn out and then the mouth of the shoe had opened like the mouth of an alligator. So, so he developed a certain way of walking. So everybody was wondering, ah, how can, because no matter when you are walking, but this one was, uh, so even people say, ah, okay, it's a new style, but this one, is, it was, it was a way of making sure that the shoe doesn't come off. Eh? Their children were not going to school. Yeah. Couldn't attend parties. They didn't have a house. They lived in a slum. Eh? A slum. Somewhere. I mean, the one day, there was a knock on their door. And somebody said, the king says he wants us to bring the ark. Do you have any place? They said, oh, we don't have any place. Where we live? But because the king has said it, please leave it there. So they left the ark there. And the ark represented the presence of God. It means that when the ark came to their house, God had entered their house. How many of you understand that? The ark represented the presence of God. That is why when David and the people were carrying the ark, they were so happy. So, wow! We have the presence of God. So when the ark was taken to the house of Mr. Obedidam, the presence of God is what entered their house. When you open your house, because Bishop is going to, and our pastors are going to ask us to open our homes so that people, our members can gather there on Saturdays or whichever day for us to have Basel meeting, for us to pray together, for us to, to, to have fellowship together, for us to study the word of God together, for us to have fellowship together. Every Saturday, we, we, we the members of the church, we are going to open our homes. Whether it's your shop, your home, your rooftop, wherever it is. That's where the battle is going to take place. Now, when the presence of the Lord came to Obedidom's house, the Bible said the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obedidom, the Gittite, for three months. Only three months. Ah! Now, suddenly, suddenly, the people in the town began to realize something. One day, Mr. Obedidam went to the bank. He owned a lot of money. And he was going to borrow more. When he, normally when he enters, they make him to even stand outside because the man doesn't even have soap to, to bath. So he smells. So they ask him, what do you want? How much more do you want to borrow? 1,000 shillings more. They take it and then they just throw it to him. This particular time, when he came to the bank, there was something strange. Even he couldn't understand it. The bank people, everybody came. They surrounded him. They held his hand. I mean, so, oh please, you don't even need to be in the queue. You have, uh, the 
manager wants to see you. Went to the manager. The manager started talking very nicely to him. Eh? Mr. Obedidam, um, I'm happy to announce to you your bank balance, which used to be, you know, minus uh, one million shillings. Now, uh, the, we have checked and we have balances. All the loans that you own, you know, your balance now has cleared it and you have a balance of 50 million shillings. He was shocked. Before the people in the town saw, Mr. Obedidon was driving the latest Benz. His wife was driving a cheap Shiroki. His children, I mean, dressing. And then, they, they, they started inviting people to the home for party. Chapati, uh, uh, Mandazi, Nyamachoma. I mean, eating food plenty. Nobody can finish eating the food. Something had happened. Supernatural provision. When you let the bustle enter your house, there is going to be supernatural blessing. Receive the supernatural blessing of God in the name of Jesus. My God, money will enter your house. Joy will enter your house. Jobs will enter your house. Promotion will enter your house. Your business will begin to flourish. Your business will begin to flourish. Your marriage will be happier. The blessing of the Lord is going to come into your house because it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Wow. How many of you want the blessings of God to enter your house? Yeah. When you open your home for a basil to be opened there, you have allowed the presence of God to come there. All the demons in your house, they will run away. All the witches will run away. And whatever you do will be blessed. Soon, a report got to King David. Verse 12. Now King David was told the Lord has blessed. The Lord has bled. You shall open your home for a vessel and the Lord shall bless. I said you shall open your home for a vessel and the Lord shall bless. You shall open your home for a vessel and the Lord shall bless. You shall open your home for a vessel and the Lord shall bless. 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 And the Lord and the Lord shall bless. And the Lord shall bless. And the Lord shall bless. I see your heart full of the blessing of the Lord. Yeah. People have been laughing at you. That you don't have much. Open your home for a bustle. And the Lord shall bless. Clap your hands for the Lord. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Give the Lord a shout. Now King David was told 
the Lord has blessed the household of Obedidom. And everything he has because because of the ark of God. Where did the blessings come from? Come from because of the ark of God. Look, when Bishop Obi and our pastors are ready and he say, who open their house for a bustle? There must be trouble in this church. Even if you don't have a house, you have to go and rent a house by force. Because the Lord shall bless. When David heard that, so David went now and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidom to the city of David with rejoicing. But it was too late. Obedidom had been blessed. He had been he has prospered. Your prosperity is coming in the name of Jesus. That is why you must be a member of the person. So that great prosperity through the anointing of Obedidom will come upon your life. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Are you clapping? Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Are you giving Jesus a shout of victory? Hallelujah. And the bustles are going to bring growth. Because all of us in our bustles every week we are going to win at least one soul. So if we have 50 bustles every week, 50 souls. Every week, 50 souls. And the Lord is going to bless us. And the Lord is going to bless us. So get ready to be blessed. Stand to your feet and lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. I want you to pray to God and say, Lord, grant me the grace to be part of the bustles. Lift up your two hands. Everybody pray. Pray. Pray, pray, pray. Lift up your two hands. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Awesome God. Lift up your hands and tell him. Awesome God.
lift your hands and begin to pray. Everybody praying. Say, Lord, grant me the grace. Grant me the grace to be part of the pastors. Grant me grace to be part of the pastors in the name of Jesus. Grant me grace, Lord. Grant me grace, Lord. Grant me grace, Lord.
to keep the people in the fellowships. Receive that anointing now. In the name of Jesus. Everybody here. From the greatest to the youngest. God has anointed you. Go in that power. And our Lord, thank you for the great blessings. That have come upon your people. Because they are going to build your church with you. Every home. Every home. That will be open for battles. Let your presence enter there. And let them experience the blessings of Obedito. Turn their lives around. Let the glory of God enter their homes. I see the glory of God entering your home. To change your life. To bring a divine transformation. To your finances. To your health. To your marriage. To your children. To your job. To your business. To your farm. To everything that you do. In the name of Jesus. Now. Father we thank you. For the new season of double multiplied mega church. A season where multitudes have filled our churches in Kenya. The list is 500 people in a church. We thank you and we give you the praise. We receive this blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. have been blessed by this message we invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon opposite the Collegon Main Gate please note our service times: English services early rain service 6.30am to 8.30am His Presence service 8.30am to 10.30am and Love and Faith service 10.30am to 12.30pm other languages L'Eglise Glorieuse, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek invitation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.